When we recover, we are returning to a normal state of health, mind, or strength. We begin the process of regaining control over something that was lost. Welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar, your host. Have you ever felt like you were meant for more? Well, I help people discover their purpose so they can follow their passion and realize what they are truly capable of. My mission is to empower people in recovery to embrace their authentic selves, live up to their true potential, and answer the question, what lies beyond recovery for you? Hey everyone, welcome to the Road Beyond Recovery podcast, and my name is Tamar. I'm going to be your guide for this amazing journey beyond recovery. Now, for so many years, I let my addiction be that one thing that held me back in life. It stopped me from taking opportunities. It stopped me from getting out of my comfort zone because I had held on to those limiting beliefs that my past would always follow me around and affect me in a negative way. You know, when I thought about going back to school or I I thought about doing all this cool stuff to create a better life for myself, I really was under this illusion that because I had suffered from 20 plus years of addiction that somehow that would always stop me. And really the reality was that I was just stopping myself. Well, guess what? I have come to realize through experience now that what I was telling myself back then wasn't even close to being true. In fact, I have realized that my past and the experience and lessons that I would learn have actually become the key to my success right? If you think about it this way, life was just training me to get to where I am today. And I wouldn't take any of it back. You know, had I wished maybe that I had entered the world of recovery a little sooner so I could have experienced this 10 or 20 years ago? Absolutely. But guess what? I got all this training and I know if there's any of you listening right now that are in recovery and have suffered from any type of addiction, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking just drugs and alcohol, I'm talking about relations, injury, you know, maybe you've suffered something traumatic in your life. There are so many different things that we overcome, adversities that we overcome, and we can actually use that experience to help others. And that is really what the Road Beyond Recovery podcast is about. Okay, so we are in episode number 75, but technically, this is episode number one of the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. And I am really excited to be making this shift because I feel like it aligns with what I want in my life. And for those of you who have been listening for a long time, you'll know that I started off as the Road to Health. And, you know, when I started off becoming a podcaster, I had this niche where I was traveling for business a lot and health has always been something that's been on my mind. It's not always something that I've excelled at, but it's something obviously that I know I have to take care of because I need to make sure that all areas of my life are being worked on in order to be at my best. And health was always something, especially eating, because I love food. Um, I love socializing and going out with friends and having dinner, but One thing is that when I was traveling for business, because I was by myself often, I could do whatever I wanted, right? So I found that those old behaviors, so for any of you who have actually suffered from addiction, you would know what I'm talking about. But 
you know, it was like, well, nobody's going to know that I'm eating this pizza by myself, right? Nobody's going to know that I went out and binged out on a burger and fries and then maybe had an ice cream afterwards. And so I knew because food addiction has also been a part of my story that I would have to learn how to um, implement tools and strategies that would help me reclaim control over my health. And that is how I started podcasting. But of course, after COVID hit, things started to shift a little bit. I wasn't uh, traveling at all. And so the lucky thing is I had learned all these things. I had actually, I think the biggest thing that I had learned during that journey was to be more open-minded, right? There's not just one way of doing things. And I've always been, you know, incredibly opinionated in the past. And I just thought, nope, there's one way of doing it. And I have to suffer the entire, like, if I'm not suffering, I'm not doing something right. But (laughs) what I've come to realize is that's not true. And I had to start learning how to develop a healthier relationship with food. And so that's what I really got out of the road to health. And I know this journey is forever going to be something that I'm working on, but it continues to get better and better. And, you know, the more people I talk to, the more I realize is that it's so common for people to struggle in this area because our lives continue to get busier and busier and busier. So we look for that convenience. And I know for myself personally, when I don't get enough sleep or, you know, I'm really tired, I reach for the stuff that's going to make me feel good. And so that is the road to health. And, you know, partway through uh, last year, 2020, a lot of things changed for me personally. And I had decided that my passion really lies in entrepreneurship. It lies in helping people in recovery who are either thinking or who have thought, you know, that they're meant for more. Maybe they're meant to be an entrepreneur, to start their own business, to help others for a living, or people who are newly into the entrepreneur space learn more, right? And start to develop their business, start to get uh, tips and strategies that can help them grow their business and reach more people. And so the Road Beyond Recovery podcast is all about that. I'm going to be sharing my journey as I grow as an entrepreneur because, you know, I honestly, when I started this journey, if you would have told me nine years ago before I got sober that I was going to, you know, start my own podcast, create my own website, write not only one, but now two best-selling books, um, create courses and workshops and and, you know, do what I'm doing today, I would have told you you're crazy. You know, I probably would have used a few swear words in there as well. But, you know, oh my God, like, I just, I can't believe it. When I turn around today and I actually take a minute to stop and look backwards, it's incredible. And I really owe it all to the experience that I had in my addiction, you know, what I learned from that, what I learned in my recovery, especially early recovery, because early recovery was all about building that foundation. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. But I really learned a lot of strategies to manage my life better. I also learned that I am capable of so much more than I thought, right? Because like I said in the beginning, it's those limiting beliefs. It's the the voices that tell us we're not good enough. We're not meant for this when in fact we are. And I've finally discovered that. And I'm so grateful that that is what I would like to pass on to you. So if you're someone in recovery right now that's gotten complacent, I know what you feel like. I did it for five years where I 
felt like I was meant for more, but I had no idea what that more was. And I had no idea where to get it. Or if you're just starting to realize that, yeah, you know what? I am put on this earth for more and I can make a difference. I got your back. I'd love to hear from you as well. So if you want to be a guest on the show, make sure you send me an email tomorrow at theroadforward.ca. And of course, if you have any ideas for the show, I would love to hear from you as well. Like I mentioned, one of the things that blows me away is I have now written two books. My first book is Hope Elevated. It shares my story. I finally got really vulnerable and that took a long time for me to do. You know, I had always been very high level sharing my story. This is kind of what I went through, but in all honesty, I was always um, stuck comparing myself, right? I thought, well, my bottom wasn't as low as theirs. What makes my story any different? And the fact is that there's people out there that might be able to relate to my story better than somebody else's. And I think that's why it's important for us to all share our story because you never know who's listening on the other end and going, holy shit, you know, they're sharing my story. And maybe that will be the the spark of inspiration that they need to get clean and sober. And maybe that's the spark they need to really enter into this world of recovery. Now, when I talk recovery, right, I don't mean just from drugs and alcohol. This is from many different states. And I think this is something, you know, that we continue to work on, right, to regain areas in our lives that we feel we've lost, right? And we start to put the pieces back together. And trauma can cause cause this food codependency. Uh, you know, I've suffered from it all, but it's really, I think, starting to build that foundation learning how to develop a growth mindset and learning how to discover your purpose, right? And start living a more purpose-filled or purpose-driven life. And so what I have done is once I lost, launched my second book, uh, which is called Beyond Recovery, it just came out last week, I decided that I also wanted to create a workshop or course that kind of went hand in hand with that, right? Because I do believe that what I learned in early sobriety was building that foundation. And without that foundation, I would not be where I am today. Now, the workshop uh, is located on my website, so you can check it out there, but it's not meant to get people sober. So I just want to put that out there. If you are not clean and sober right now, the tools will definitely help you, but make sure if you are struggling, you ask for help. This is really for people who are in that state of recovery and maybe you're just struggling to stay here. Maybe you're not sure if this is for you, but or maybe you're just someone who's struggling in life in general. Um, this workshop is perfect for you because I really go over some tools that can be applicable to absolutely everyone. I still practice these tools today and there is not one part of me that thinks about drinking again. Now, I understand that if I start to get complacent and I stop doing the work that I could very easily make a bad decision and go back out. But I think the key is to start to create a life so good for yourself that there is no way you actually want to go back to that old way of living. And that's what I want to help people do. So feel free to check out my three phase course. It's called the Beyond Recovery Workshop. And the first phase is absolutely free. So you can check that out. It'll show all three and the prices. But I would love for you to head on over to my website, which is www.theroadforward.ca 
forward slash beyond recovery workshop and you can have access to phase number one which is self-assessment for absolutely free and then I jump into mindset and focus which will help you develop a growth mindset it'll get a, a daily routine I share what what I do in my life today to get more done in less time and it also works on making sure you're more organized and then in the final phase three we focus on purpose and empowered so I'm going to help you discover or at least get a really good idea of what your purpose in life is and then of course that will all lead to you becoming more empowered and gaining that firm belief in your own ability to create the life that you were truly meant to live. All right so the way that this new show is going to work is that twice a month I'm going to be interviewing guests who have overcome addiction or adversity and have used that experience to discover their purpose and help others. These are people who were not afraid to really use their past, right? Their past was the key to their success and they are going to give you some awesome strategies and tools. So if you are new in this entrepreneurial world or maybe you're something that's somebody that's thinking about starting up your own business you're not going to want to miss this because you're going to get some cool ideas and you're also going to get some inspiration from them on how they use that experience to propel them into a life that they love today and also i am going to be interviewing one person a month from my facebook group which is called the road beyond recovery and I am going to be showcasing them and having them tell their story of overcoming addiction because I think it's really important for people to share their story, right? What their life was like, how they got sober, what their life is like today. Because I think, first of all, it's very inspirational. I know that when I first came into recovery, hearing someone basically share my story it gave me hope, right, that change, change was possible. I saw that these people were getting better, and so there was no reason that I couldn't either. And so once a month, we're going to be showcasing somebody from the group. And of course, if you have a short a story to share, come join us in the Facebook group. I do uh, monthly posts, and we will pick one person. And yeah, I just, I want I want my community to be the people that inspires others as well, because I think so many people have an amazing story that definitely needs to be heard so we can spread hope. And then, of course, once a month, I'll be doing solo episodes. Uh, like today, I will be talking about foundation and how I built that foundation and just giving you strategies on how to create that life that's really great for yourself. So make sure you stay tuned. Now, as I've got a bunch of interviews uh, recorded already, I started working on them a couple months ago. There may be a few months where you get to hear double episodes. So I may be launching an episode on Monday, which is the normal episode day, and then also an extra bonus for you on Thursdays. We'll see how that goes. If we need to add more, we will. But I am really excited about what the show is going to bring to you guys. Okay, so let's dig into today's topic, which is how to build a foundation. Now, it was funny when I first came into recovery, I have some amazing friends. I actually mentioned three of my friends who have been really my pillars. Um, they have known me for years since I was younger. They followed me into recovery. And so they would often really try to understand what it was that I was going through, what I was doing to better my life. And when I would talk about 
you know, um, the areas that I was working on or trying to improve, they got really interested because not one of them said, oh, that's good. All of them said, wow, everybody should be learning this stuff, right? And this is why I want to put it on the podcast, because I don't believe that this stuff is just for people that have suffered from addiction. Like, I think we've all gone through things that we need to work on and that, you know, continue to plague us because we've kind of just developed these belief systems over our lives. And, you know, I don't know about you, but there are still days where I'm doing something and I'm happy and all of a sudden I just have this moment where, you know, we call it in this space imposter syndrome, where I think, who am I to do this, right? I'm not good enough at this, you know, or we go to achieve a goal and we don't make it or, you know, we might be going on a weight loss goal, which, you know, I do fairly often. And then partway through, I find myself grabbing a pizza and I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm never going to lose weight, right? Does this sound familiar? Is this something that you say to yourself? Well, what I learned in early uh, recovery really helped me build the foundation that I needed to. It helped me start to recognize that I actually had a problem. So the first step, okay, the first thing that I had to get without a doubt was I had to surrender to the fact that I actually had a problem in that specific area of my life. And I'm talking about alcoholism and drug addiction, right? I mean, there was many others. There was codependency, there was food addiction, but that was all stuff that I started to work on a little bit later. But, you know, I needed to change my life. When I sat on my kitchen floor with a bottle of pills wanting to end my life in 2011, I just became sick and tired of being sick and tired. I had finally reached my bottom. And, you know, I don't think everybody has to hit rock bottom, so to speak. I was told that I hit my bottom when I decided to stop digging. And unfortunately, for some of us, that is a much lower bottom than for others. But just know, if you're suffering out there right now, your bottom is when you decide to stop digging. And for me, that was when I decided, you know, I was 215 pounds. I was unhappily married. I was financially bankrupt. You know, I had pretty much I was losing everything. I felt like my my life had just been completely destroyed. And I decided that I needed to make a choice. Now, the first thing though that I had to take, I had to understand was that I had a problem, right? And so what I did, a little exercise, and I suggest you do it as well, I wrote out my life story. So I started writing from the time that I was younger and I started getting these feelings of insecurity because when I first started drinking, let me tell you, that first drink, I came alive. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing, right? I have found my higher power, you know, and literally because alcohol had become my solution for everything. It numbed everything out. I didn't even have to feel anymore and that felt so good. And so when I started writing out my story, I started from that time that I felt insecure. And when I first had that drink, the feelings that I got and how everything went from just black and white to color, like vibrant colors, right? Um, And then I just started to continue on with my story. And what that did was when I read it to somebody else, it made it really, really obvious 
that I had a problem like reading that stuff out loud because we tend to justify things right it's like that's normal you know thirsty Thursdays that's normal it's it's there's nothing wrong with drinking seven days a week right and and being in a state of blackout every single weekend um but when I read the story out loud it was chaos my life was completely out of control and so this little strategy of really recognizing your patterns, right? What your triggers are, what are the areas that you need to improve? Because sometimes when you look for patterns in your story, it's actually amazing what you come up with because you can start to create solutions for those patterns that you want to change. So that would be my first step. If you're struggling with something, think about when you first started to feel those feelings of insecurity or when things started to get, you know, things started to go sideways for you. And write out that story, read it to somebody, highlight the patterns. Um, This is also in the uh, first phase. I go more in depth into this strategy in my uh, new course. So check out my website if you want to go into that. That is absolutely free for you. But write it out. Read it to someone that you trust, obviously, because you don't want to be reading uh, your life story out to somebody that you don't. But I think my first one was about five pages. But yeah, just recognize the triggers, recognize the patterns that you need to change, and that will give you a good place to start. Now, the second area that I started to work on was I had to realize that I didn't have to do this alone. You know, I mean, I was told that basically I stopped growing from the time I first picked up a drink. And when I heard that statement, I mean, I was 14 when I started to drink. And so you know, getting sober at the age of 36, I was like, how do I handle life, right? Because I remember the first time I came into recovery, I was like thinking forever, right? I wasn't thinking that I just had to do this with other people. I wasn't alone and I could just think of it, you know, one one day at a time kind of thing. No, I was right away went to that extreme oh my god, I have to stop drinking forever. And that scared the shit out of me, right? <laughs> but When I started to break things down and I realized that I didn't have to take this journey alone just because I was an adult, that meant shit. I needed to realize that we're not meant to be walking this journey alone, right? We're meant to have support networks around us, people who understand us, people we can talk to because I don't know about you, but when I'm stuck in my head and I'm feeling sorry for myself, if I don't get that out and I don't talk to somebody, I can stay there for a very long time. And often that starts to go into self-pity, right? That morbid reflection. And that is not a good place for anybody to be, right? We tend to be miserable. We start to become envious of other people's successes. And I know because I did it for so incredibly long, right? But when I started opening up and I started talking about the way I was feeling and I knew that I wasn't on this journey alone, it helped me a lot. And the second part of that was I also started to develop faith. You know, I, I'll tell you what, when I first came into recovery and I saw the word God on the board, I thought, oh shit, right? That scared me. But here is the thing, okay? I was so desperate to get out of my life prior to getting sober that if that word scared me, or the meaning of that word to some people scared me, then clearly my life had not gotten bad enough when I was using and I could just go back there, 
right? Because obviously it wasn't as painful. But you know what? The reality is, is it was because I wanted to end my life. So I knew that if something like that was going to stop me, maybe I wasn't ready to get sober yet. And so I decided that I was going to discover my own personal meaning of a higher power and what that meant to me. And for me, that meant love, right? That meant compassion. That meant I had somebody there watching my back. And so it was really difficult for me in the beginning because I had gotten so opinionated and formed my belief system over the years because of what had happened to me. And I had actually really believed that there was no such thing as a higher power because if there was, why did I have to go through what I did, right? Why did I have to experience all the trauma and the shit that I went through? Well, guess what? When I look back now, I can tell you probably about 20 occasions where I should have died, right? That's the reality of living a life of addiction. And I didn't, you know, people continue to come into my life for the, the, at the right times. And when I look back now, there was somebody out there looking for me all along because I wouldn't be here today if there wasn't, right? I have been given another chance. And so today I live by faith. You know, when things are really hard, I have to remember that this is just an opportunity to learn something new, right? Maybe I'm not heading down the right path. Maybe that's a sign that I need to try something else. Um, And a lot of times that discomfort means I'm actually heading down the right path. And it's just that little push, right, that I need. So it's not a bad idea. You know, if, if you don't have to be religious or anything, and I talk about this in my workshop as well, but coming up with that conception of something greater than yourself and just knowing and having faith that everything is going to work out the way it should, it is a big part to me building my own foundation. All right. And the last part of building your foundation that I'm going to talk about today is you're not, you might not like this, but it's owning your shit. Okay. I didn't want to own anything in early recovery. I mean, I was told to do an exercise where I wrote down every single person, place, or thing that I resented. Now, this part of the exercise was very easy, like super, super easy. And I actually started writing away. I was really excited um, because I could, I, I could think of so many people that had hurt me, right? And that had done me wrong. But what really opened my eyes is that when I had to start looking at the fear right around that, around that resentment, and I also, this part just killed me. I had to look at my part in everything, okay? That was really hard to stomach. It hurt my ego. It hurt my pride. But what it did is when I really started to look at things, you know, it, I started to discover that I had a part in everything. You know, I was in a four-year relationship that both of us, and I say both, uh, we were both very emotionally abusive towards each other because we were both addicts. I was an alcoholic, right? And at the end of that four-year relationship, I had become so codependent, but I realized I needed to get out, right? I needed to realize that we were destroying each other and it ended up in assault. And, you know, today actually... um, Unfortunately, that person has just lost his life to addiction um, because he wasn't able to, you know, fight the demons and, and find his way into recovery. And it makes me very sad. But, you know, back then, it's both of us were dealing with this addiction, right? Both of us were, were causing so much grief towards each other. 
but I was the one who chose to remain in that relationship for four years, right? So that was my part in it. I had invested so much into that relationship and so had he that at the end of it, when I finally decided I couldn't do it anymore, obviously he responded the way he was going to. And I'm not saying it was right, but it was where we were both at and we were both super messed up. So I think that gave me a lot of healing when I finally realized my part in it because we have a part in almost everything, right? I think as young children, obviously, there's things that happen to some people that are absolutely terrible that you have no part in it. But still, learning to start to forgive, learning to get rid of those resentments because resentments can kill. And I think even today, right, if I find myself getting resentful, typically it's because things are not going according to my expectations. So I really got to get myself in check sometimes and realize, hey, you know what, this might not always be going my way and I'm not always meant to run the show. Well, I'm never meant to run the show because guess what? When I run the show, I stay stuck in addiction, right? When I let life happen, it usually works out a lot better for me. But if you're holding on to resentments, you know, own it, own your part in things. I do it every day. You know, if if I say something to somebody that's upset them, I have to make sure that I own that. I have to make sure I call them right away and I get rid of that because hanging on to that anger, hanging on to that sadness, it will always keep you stuck from where you are. And there's this freedom about getting rid of it. You know, I wasn't unfortunately able to confront my ex and, you know, give him an amends that he deserved before he passed. But I wrote a letter right after his death. And I think that it's given me closure and it's also allowed me to completely move on. So, you know, there are gifts in these things, but make sure that you own your shit. Don't hold on to things and get rid of them as soon as humanly possible. Well, that wraps up our first episode of the Road Beyond Recovery podcast. And if you want to learn more about how to create a more solid foundation in your life, head on over to www.theroadforward.ca forward slash beyond recovery workshop and you can sign up for phase one, which we talked about some of the strategies today for absolutely free. And I also have another link if you go halfway down, it's called the Beyond Recovery Workshop that you can click on and you'll get to the same location. But I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode. I hope you got something out of it. And until next time, keep moving forward. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Road Beyond Recovery. Did you know that our dreams can become a reality? When you determine your purpose in life and you allow that purpose to guide you, anything is possible. It just takes action. Don't wait until you're ready. Start to create the life you were truly meant to live right now. I am super passionate about my mission to help people live up to their true potential. So if you want to learn more, check out my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And until next week, keep exploring what lies beyond recovery for you.